Hello, this is Bill Lytell for a little bit of wisdom for your walk again. The title of this uh, podcast is The Last Step Before Destruction. People have asked me before, what's the greatest sin, preacher? What's the greatest sin? Immorality, theft, covetousness, disrespecting the parents, murder. What's the greatest sin? And if I, after reading the Bible all these years and going through and studying the Word of God, I, I would have to say the, the last sin before God steps in and takes action against either an individual or a country or a nation or the world is violence. Violence. That may surprise you, by the way. Let's do a real quick review of some examples of this in the Bible. First of all, Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Adam and Eve had first two children. Cain and Abel says, we're going to raise Cain as soon as we get Abel. Oh, that's a little joke there for you. But Cain and Abel were told to bring offerings before the Lord. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 through 5, And Abel, he also brought the, of the first things of the flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. But unto Cain and his offering, he had not respect, and Cain was very wroth. And there it is right there, anger, and his countenance fell. In verse 8, it says, And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him, the first murder. The punishment for this act of violence, which is uh, start out with hate, of course, uh, was real severe in verses 4 through 11 of chapter 4 of Genesis. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it will not henceforth yield unto thee her strength, and fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Massive punishment for the first murder, the first act of violence. Violence is in the very nature of the human. Going all the way back to the purest genetic code there could be with uh, Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel, they already rose up and killed his brother. Violence is in the very nature of wicked nature, uh, sin and wicked nature. Then after that, we have an example just down the road in chapter 6 of Genesis of Noah. Noah and the flood of the entire world. God, I, I read a little bit of article uh, in the Genesis Flood by Henry Morris, and I think it's on page 143, 144. If every family had had about six children, uh, there could have been, at the time of the flood, 7 billion people. Now, that would be a very, very, very conservative estimate because those people were in childbearing for at least 500 years. So let's just say they had uh, more than that, which I think is a good assumption, a fair assumption. Uh, he estimated that when the flood came, there could have been up to 25 billion, I get that now, B with a billion people upon the earth. When God destroyed him, only eight people got saved out of it. Well, let me let me read you some verses about that time and what the earth looked like. Genesis chapter six, verse five. And God saw the wickedness of man; that it was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of the heart was only evil continually. They were given over to evil. But it gets more specific in verse eleven through thirteen. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. There it is. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And so God 
said to Noah in verse 13, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Man. So we see in Cain's judgment it was massive upon his violence. We see in the judgment of the, of the whole world with Noah it was massive. Now let's go to chapter 19, 18 19 in the book of Genesis, still in the book of Genesis. We see the judgment of two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, which, by the way, according to the book of Peter, uh, these were done for an example. Everybody would live evil after them. In verse 5, it says, And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Because of that, a lot of people think, well, the most wicked sin that people could do is homosexuality, transgenderism, and stuff. No, no, but those sins are very close to the last sin before you step into God's judgment, which is the sin of violence, because transgenderism, homosexuality, uh, around those sins are much violence. Look in chapter 19, verse 9. Let me read it. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow, speaking of Lot, came in to sojourn. And he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and they came near to break the door. They were going to kill, abuse, and kill Lot. In verse 13 it says, For we will destroy this, the angel said to Lot, We will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxed great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. In verse 22, 24 uh, the angels say, Lot, haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore the name of the city was called Zor, which he was allowed to escape to. And the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. Now Peter says that was an example of everybody that would live ungodly afterwards. What was the sin of Cain? It was violence. What was the sin of Noah? Uh, as day and the people in, in Noah's day, they, it was violence. What was the sin that caused God to destroy a whole city of Sodom and Gomorrah with the babies and the cattle and the animals and everything? It was violence. Well, let's go to Israel. Israel. We look at the king of Manasseh, one of the worst kings, wicked king. What made Manasseh such a wicked king? Well, Second Kings chapter 21, verse 16 says, Moreover, Manasseh shed innocent blood very much, till he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another, beside sin wherewith he made Judah to sin, in doing that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. And Second Kings chapter 24, verse 4, speaking of Manasseh, And also for innocent blood that he shed, for he filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, which the Lord would not pardon. Psalm 106, 37, 40. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils, and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus were they defiled with their own works, and went a-whoring with their own inventions. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance." Why did God eventually destroy his own sweet nation, Israel? Because they had become violent to the place of killing babies. Now, does this sound familiar? The whole world today lies in a violent state of killing innocents. 
babies. I don't even know the number. Could not even guess the number of innocents, babies, that have been slaughtered across our world. But I can tell you, brother, that the last sin before God steps in and takes and takes vengeance for and upon the people that do this is the sin of violence. So what should we do, preacher? Well, first of all, we ought to stay away from violence. Stay away from it. Do not watch it on TV. Do not get entertained by it. Do not watch movies that just glory in violence. Though I got to admit, I have done that in the past, but I caught myself. The Holy Spirit of God rebuked me about that. For sure, don't partake of it. And don't get your enjoyment from it. Stand against violence categorically, especially against violence to the innocents, the babies, spouses, people that are innocent and have not done anything wrong to anyone else that people are doing violence. Take no personal vengeance. I don't have enough time much on this real podcast to tell you about vengeance, but the Bible categorically tells us, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. David was considered a man after God's own heart. Why? Why was he considered a man after God's own heart? It was because one of the reasons was he never would take personal vengeance against Saul. Saul was pursuing him wrongly, trying to kill him. Twice Saul was given into David's hand. He could have killed him, and neither time would he kill Saul. Shimei, another example that came on when David was being chased out of uh, Jerusalem by Absalom. Shimei cursed him and told him he was a bloody man, and, and David's uh, general said, let's go over there and I'll take his head off. And he said, no, maybe, maybe God has told him to curse David. He would not take personal vengeance. Now, he was a man whose Bible says, uh, there's a saying about that time where it says Saul slew his thousands and David his ten thousands. David was a man of blood. He was a man that was a warrior. He had killed thousands of people with a sword, but God did not consider him a, a vengeful individual or a violent individual in the, in the sense that God defined violence against innocent blood. Uh, governmental violence is ordained of God. The death penalty for certain crimes, in fact, the first seven of the Ten Commandments, the violation of them is usually the death penalty spoken of in the Pentateuch. And so God is not against taking vengeance upon people who do wrong, uh, but he sure is against people taking vengeance upon innocence. David knew the difference between this, and by the grace of God, you should know the difference between this. Never take personal vengeance. Uh, don't do it. Uh, don't uh, do it. Stay away from it. And God will be pleased to help you. Um, I hope this helps some. I hope it explains a little bit. It's real fast, real condensed. But overall, from Genesis all the way through the book of Revelation, uh, the sins of violence are condemned and the last step before God steps in and judges the world. A little wisdom for your walk.